Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guest night's adventures throughout the world of live and local music. My name is Mark Sterry. I'm a 20-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check out MarkSterryMusic.net for upcoming shows, news, and info. If you'd like to toss a buck or two in the podcast tip jar, please visit Patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This week's podcast, number 336, dropping on Wednesday, March 30th, 2022, with Tom Mangelson, Lisa Mangelson, and Brian Leggett from The Swan Goes. We talked the new album, Curious Tourist, stories behind the tracks, summer tour, and more. Enjoy the conversation. Back with The Swan Goes here. So tell us about your new album. Ooh. Ooh right. We're Who so excited about first? it. Curious Tourist. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you roll the R. You have to roll the R. No, it's curious tourist. Oh, <laughs> curious tourist. Yeah, uh, I don't know. We where did you where did you record it at? At Zoo School uh, Studios in Saint Croix Falls. Really? Where's that? Saint Croix Falls. Uh, it's on Madison Street. Yeah. It's like two blocks up from the river. Yeah, we were looking for places to record. We were looking at places all around, and lo and behold, right in our backyard, there's this really cool state-of-the-art studio that this guy built, and he was awesome. It was, it was like, who, who was so it? beautiful. Jason Shannon. Shannon. Huh. Yeah. yeah. He's from the Twin Cities area. He and his wife and child moved up okay. to St. Croix Falls and built. he built this beautiful studio. Like I can't really explain it other than it's amazingly gorgeous. He put these two doors, kind of like a garage door, but opening the opposite way of what you would think that open up to his back patio like that's in the studio so really? you can drive a car in there if you want it oh that's with, awesome because of these two cool doors yeah it's decked out it was really cool and he was he like, paid for it with bitcoin mm-hmm. yeah, yeah he, the whole studio he, he bought in early really yep <laughs> are you yeah. serious yeah we're very said. serious yeah yeah, and it's wow. so spaceshipy, and he has every instrument you could ever imagine, and way too so many keyboards and organs and beautiful guitars and amps. Multiple I mean, drum kits. Yeah. it's so it's amazing. Was this process super expensive? I know when no. I've done studio projects before, it just bankrupts me. I wonder if I'm still paying off shit from stuff it I recorded in my twenties. It now for the what, vinyl was the most. Expensive. The vinyl was, but yeah. like the recording itself, like working with Jason, he's his prices were extremely reasonable. Okay. Like that part was fine, but yeah, we pressed it to vinyl, so that's amazing. The We've got thousands of dollars invested in the album. Right. <laughs> that's yeah, that's uh, that's great. We didn't spend much time on it. We we did it basically live, so we had done some recording before and multi tracks and stuff, and then we listened back to it and it just didn't gel. You could tell that we weren't playing live. So what we did is we rehearsed to those recordings that we made before and just banged it out. I mean, it was actually kind of a blessing in disguise with the COVID thing kind of delaying the process because it gave us more time to rehearse. So we woodshedded and we got better at playing the songs and we just all sat in the same room and we just banged them out live. So That's awesome. There wasn't, I mean, I don't think I did more than two takes, maybe a couple tracks. Some of them were just in one take, but... It shows because, like I said, that, that multi-tracking that we did originally, that you couldn't quite put your finger on it, but it wasn't, it just didn't feel right, you know? So you guys all three played it live and just hit yep. record. Yeah, yes. but I did overdub all the guitars, yep. like double-tracked them. Yeah. And then blended them, you know. Okay. 
But as a trio, I mean, it's just an instrumental trio. So it's, yeah. you don't have to add a lot of other things. You don't have to contend with a singer. Their amps were in different rooms. We all stood in the live room where my drums were and just mic that room. There's even spots in like Zombie Duck Dive that Lisa gets freaky on her uh, all of her effects pedals. And you can hear her clicking, <laughs> her, clicking her pedals with her knees because mm-hmm. the uh, drum overhead mics picked up on it. And it sounded like this kind of cool effect in there. You know? <laughs> oh, that's but. awesome. So... So how do you guys do your songwriting process? You start with a riff and then to kind of build off that or what's kind of like with the the template for a song, like a a head verse, kind of a chorus thing, a solo part. Like how do you guys put your songs together? I bring I bring them in and then these guys help me kind of arrange them. For the most part they're almost done. Um and I just try to use a different technique for every song so I don't keep writing the same song. Yeah. So I'll be like, oh, I'm going to write a song off of this scale. And then I just do that. Or I'm going to, I just try to always change it. Sometimes I do this weird thing. And probably all my best songs come from this thing I do. And I can't even explain it. But it's like I graph out a bunch of scales. And then I kind of just pick from them. Uh, random, random things from them. And then try to make a song out of that. It's, it sounds, it is, it's kind of silly, but. That's super cool. But it's worked for me. <laughs> like, m- some of my favorite songs I wrote are f- from doing that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Or, like, we'll be watching Channel 2 on, like, a Sunday morning, and they'll have, like, different bands on there or whatever. And I remember one Sunday, <clears throat> I don't know who the band was. I don't know who the guy playing guitar was, but he came on, and he was playing some music that we both really liked. And Tom's like, well, that's an interesting scale. I think I'll... I think I'll write that down and yeah, I don't really play in that skill very often. And then the next thing you know, you add parts to a song. Never finished it, but yeah. <laughs> How many different parts do you usually have in a particular song? Like what's I always the bare want, minimum? I always write short songs and that's where these guys come in because they're like, you can't be writing these two minute songs. <laughs> well, that's not necessarily true. We got well, we some got shorties. some two minutes, but yeah. We got some shorties like, on there. Box Elder Bug was originally just like just three parts not repeated and they're like well we can repeat some of these parts At least three parts, usually most of the songs yeah. are. It all depends on what the song requires. The, 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 the amount of parts is irrelevant. I mean, as we work through it, you can trim the fat or you can say it's too lean and then have to add some spice to it, you know. But ultimately, once we've kind of gone through, there's a point where you just kind of have to stop and just let the song be the song. And then you got to play it live enough to make sure that you can execute it right so it's played well. And there's stuff that we play that we like a lot. And there's some stuff that we like. It's And it's not always the same for all of us either. Like, Mm -hmm. we have different songs that really dig, Mm -hmm. you know. And Tom... He sometimes has parts that Brian and I don't have. So there's a lot of times where Tom's playing a lot and Brian and I are waiting. Right. We're waiting for you. (laughs) (laughs) But it's cool because he gives me basically a blank check to kind of do whatever I want to do over the song. And I I like to keep it simple. That's one thing I really like about this. I have a tendency to overcomplicate things. So I like that. (laughs) You like the kiss method? Yeah. I like Keep it simple, stupid? I want to do the kiss method, absolutely, where I just boil everything down and just make sure everything's to its lowest common denominator as simple as we can possibly get it 
that that still sounds really cool and then we can add cool stuff to it too that's like a backwards approach to how i usually have done it where like let's throw everything in the kitchen sink at this and why did i spend all this money on all these lessons to learn these rudiments if i can't use them every five seconds in this song where's i'm gonna throw a pat of fluff on here <laughs> jeepers do you play over click track uh yeah yeah I, we in have the studio we don't do it live um we don't do it when we're writing songs, but when we went in the studio, we did. We would map everything out, and then we recorded everything with the click, and then I would actually play along with the pre-recorded tracks that were played with the click, so I'm playing along with me playing with the click. Gotcha. For so practice, I'm playing with yeah. something that's it's executed in perfect time, but some songs don't require that. So we did everything. Actually, I think it was every song we did with the click and without a click. We play it first with the click track in the studio, and then we did it right after that without the click because we had already Because we wanted to see whatever the feel would be when, yeah. after we listened back, like which one felt better. Yep. And cool. then we picked whatever one was the best feel. You know, there's some stuff where the click didn't work because we have been flowing to different parts. There was one song where I was playing with the click and I'm like, oh shit, we're doing a tempo change and a time signature change. And I had to <laughs> reach over and hit the mute button really quick with one mm-hmm. hand in the studio. And- <laughs> But I think that was a track that we used because the click in the first part was was pretty good. I mean, it's a good tool to use. The click is, it's it's good. It's not necessary, but it's good. Yeah. What would you say would be your number one single or like, like someone's going to like, right. oh, tell us about the radio play you've been getting. Yeah. Yeah, we've been getting, so Tom reached out to a whole bunch of different like surf stations throughout the nation and a couple of them have gotten back to us and hitting us up and asking us to do interviews and we'll just randomly be on a radio station in Washington or California or Oregon. Yeah. New Orleans too. But we were on a local one. What last weekend? Out of Eau Claire. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. What song did they play? Cardboard creature. Seems to be a Popular. probably like a more yeah. spyish surf song. It's like, Pretty, it's like spooky or yeah. It's a Halloween song. I really? don't know. That's the best way to describe it. That's the first thing. I, I it wasn't quite like that, but we had uh, a Marissa Dodge come in and do keys on a couple of the tracks, and she laid this really cool, eerie, cool. Yeah, it's kind of almost campy. Yeah, like. So, uh, it like totally, we had her use a farfies on purpose. Like yeah, we right. wanted it to sound like that. It's yeah. totally you. You'll if, when you hear it, you're gonna definitely think Halloween, like Tim Burton movie Halloween kind of. Oh, that's great. You know. Looks like winter hasn't let go of us yet. Drove home from Manfred and Dustin's gig last night in an ice storm, but I felt pretty safe in my black Jeep Cherokee got from Mighty Chrysler. Went 250,000 miles on my old car, which is too much for that poor thing to take. I found myself looking for my new dream ride at ID Chrysler, and the staff can more help with me choosing a vehicle and willing to work with my, as I call it, musician's credit score. Their philosophy is simple, time-saving, hassle-free, fair price. Check out the inventory at ZabrotaCDJR.com or to the people drive to US 52 to 1900 Roscoe Avenue, Zabrota, Minnesota, to visit them in person. Business hours are Monday through Friday, 8 to 6 p.m. and Saturday 9 to 5 p.m. Closed on Sunday. Check out ID Chrysler's Abroad today and enjoy a safe winter, soon to be spring season full of adventures and memories out on the open road in a new ride. 
I want to tell you about one of my favorite bars in the Roseville slash St. Paul, Minnesota area. The B-Dale Club. Book into the corner counter of B. And Dale's motto is a place for family, a place for friends, a place for fun. And that is the Stone Cold Truth. Rocking with Gabe Magnifici was a blast last Thursday. B-Dale was packed. And I can't wait to have her back. Rob, Natalie, Shelley, now Dustonius, and the entire bar staff are all state-of-the-art cocktail wizards as of late. My libation of choice, the classic Greyhound cocktail. And there to quote 16-time world champion Ric Flair, tasty little devils. Live music, pool table, pool tans, bingo, botch ball tournaments, and much, much more. B-Dale's got it all. Stop by for a cold one soon. I've heard Cardboard Creature on the radio, um, Mr. Pole's Revenge, oh, and yeah. Broken Glass Beach. Those are the three that I've heard. Shayla Shadows. Oh, Shayla Shadows was on there too. Okay. God, you get that's great. Yeah. yeah. What is a belted Galloway? It's a cow. It's a cow or a pig. Yeah. Oh, or it's a got pig. The stripe in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's so the... it's usually <laughs> white on both sides, and then the stripe is black. Okay. Yeah. So you take bands like I've never gotten this. You take like ACDC has their, their band writing type font. Metallica, um, Megadeth, um, whatever. Funny. Where did who did this? <laughs> Danielle like, and Tala. Like you guys have your own like logo. Yeah. That's yeah. outstanding. Yeah. Like marketable logo. Yeah, she designed yeah. it for us. Like she yeah, she does all our art. She did. Art. Who does it? Danielle and Antella and Tella. I don't know how to say it. Yeah, she's. She currently lives here in Minnesota. She wasn't when we were having her work on our album. She was living overseas. Um, but, yeah, we've been friends with her for a while. I think the first time that we hung out with her, we took her to a John Zorn concert with yep. her boyfriend. <laughs> you know yeah. I love John Zorn. We had, we had really... and she's like, okay, I, I get this. I get this. <laughs> it was really interesting because we were friends with her boyfriend. So we didn't really know her. But then her boyfriend suddenly couldn't go, so it was just us two and her. Then we didn't know her, and we brought her to a John Zorn thing. <laughs> but but anyway, we ended up becoming friends with her, and her art is amazing. And she gave us a whole bunch of different like sketches because we kind of gave her a feel of what we were looking for in the art. She gave us sketches, and she, it was like she totally understood where we were coming from. Even the sketches look cool. Yeah. The, yeah, what's the, the concept for the album? Our curious tourist? Is a bunny just ready to... He's on a beach, kind oh. of. He's got a cock... Doesn't he have his sunglasses next sunglasses, to him? He's on a yeah. towel. He's just a curious tourist. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where the bunny came from. Do you guys know the, the story behind the bunny? Yeah. <laughs> she she, she came now. up with the bunny... I said, I want a silhouette of a skateboard guy behind our logo, or I want to see what that looks like. And then she just made it a bunny. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I like the skateboard bunny. Yeah. yeah. The bunny is now a big part of our. Th- we have a music video that's going to be coming out here soon, too. And the bunny's actually, well, I'm not going to say that's it's a top yeah. secret. Yeah, it's <laughs> top secret. Okay. I've asked you before about this. So you have a new music video coming out. Who does your videos? We David got Moe. David Moe, a, a fan who just like showed up at a show one day. Who's a real? Who's a guy yeah. that's really into surf music, and we absolutely adore him. And he's the guy that puts on Big Kahuna. He does so put that, on Big Kahuna, but yeah. but didn't he see us play before we played at Big Kahuna? I don't think so. I think he found us on the internet. Okay, he fell in love. He fell in love yeah. with us, Get and he offered love. he offered to do a music video for us, and that's what he does for a living: is film. Wow. Did he give you suggestions like fashion suggestions? I mean, you guys look oh, yeah. like oh, nice. so yeah. Oh, yeah. So he did it all. Yeah, you did if you're listening. <laughs> the crack in the whip. You're going to wear yeah, this. this is, you're going to 
do we, this zany shit. I'm, I'm not going to give it away, but yeah. yeah. You'll, it's stuff, really cool. The stuff it's we did so for much our fun. art. Oh, my and God. Basically, this is his... <laughs> His vision, like yeah, mm-hmm. we just let him run with it. Yeah, we let him it. do whatever. Like, <laughs> I mean, I think he probably just loves that we were like, yeah, just whatever. This is your, this is your video. What song is it going to be for? Mister Pole's Revenge. Yeah. Super cool. So tell us about your CD release party coming up. So it's going to be on April. Actually, it's, it'll be the album, the vinyl release. Or the, al- the, no, the CD, vinyl release, the I mean. The CD you already have out, so that's available for sale. But the vinyl, if it, hopefully it's out by then. So we were supposed to get the vinyl the end of January. It's March 1st, and we still don't have it. <laughs> but we've been in contact with them, and what happened was... You know, there's only so many places in the U.S. that press vinyl, so they're all backed up. And, of course, some of their teammates got COVID, so everything's just been pushed back. He said he'd have it done before the release party. I told him, even if you only have 100 pressed, send those and send the rest later. Yeah. So where's it going to be at? It's going to be at the Chateau St. Croix in St. Croix Falls, Wisconsin on Saturday, April 23rd from 5 until 8. Nice. Are you playing all three hours? Are other bands coming in, or we're gonna have our our friends, yeah, Black, the, Black, Black Widows. Widows, come in. So we're super super stoked about that. Are they a surf band as well? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're from Minneapolis. Yeah, they're yeah. All they're, they're like, like surf and exotica girl group and punk and all mixed into one. Mm-hmm. Thing. Yeah, but they do vocals. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Are you guys hiring like sound and light people and stuff? Or Phil just- Anderson. Phil, yeah, yeah, <laughs> filthy. Uh-huh. We're basically gonna run the minimum, just like mm-hmm. vocals, pretty much. Yeah, we yeah. don't need much. We're but, used to not bringing a PA. It's yeah, nice. but David Mo will be there, um, and that will be the release of our music video too. Oh, yep. So we'll oh, have it either on video or on TV or projector film, probably both. Yeah, that's, so that's awesome. exciting. So, what are the stuff you got coming up this summer? You got, you got I got list. a list you here. Got a list. Do you want me to just go on the list? Why not? Yeah. yeah. Promote it for sure. So the next gig we have is Friday, March 25th. It's in Eau Claire at the Lakely, um, which is owned by Justin Vernon. So that's kind of exciting. Uh, they usually do jazz on Friday nights, but we had reached out, Tom had reached out to them I know, a while back, and they got back to us and they're like, we want to do a surf a surf night. We love you guys. So they had to like switch up their promo, but we're looking forward to it. Jazzy, we can get jazzy. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about it. Yeah. And then the album release show on the 23rd of April at the Chateau Saint Croix, just north of Saint Croix Falls. Um, let's see, Eagles 34. We're doing a surf show with um, a lot of a lot of our friends. A lot of cool surf bands. Yeah. In Minneapolis? Yeah, yeah. in Minneapolis. Oh, the yeah. sound guy's a good friend of mine. He was on the show. Oh, awesome. It's sort of a tribute too. to Dick Dale and Link Ray. Yeah. So, like, it's between their birthdays, so they're making a theme night. So, all, there's like five bands, and we're all going to do songs from Dick Dale and Link Ray and our own songs, too. Interesting cool. stuff. So, what else you got coming up? Um, let's see here. Uncommon Loon in Chisago, so a little bit closer to St. Croix Falls area. That's going to be Thursday, May 19th. Usually six six or to nine ish out on a patio. 
Mm-hmm. So that's fun, fun summer stuff. Out at Rustic Roots Winery in Scandia, Minnesota. That's June 16th. It's a Thursday. That's usually like 5.30 to 8.30. It's absolutely beautiful out there. Yeah. It's I so mean, cool if you there. haven't been to that winery, it's like up on a bluff, overlooks the river. It's just absolutely gorgeous. And we play mm-hmm. outside and tons of built-in people. There's usually a farmer's market. It's a fun place to check out. Um, then we're going to go north for a weekend, and we're going to play at the Blue Wave Inn uh, in Ashland, Wisconsin. It's a really quirky hotel that we're cool. looking forward to, and that's in June the 24th. Yeah, right on Lake Superior. Yeah. Oh, that's I so love cool. that lake. I love that lake. Uh, that same weekend, we're doing like kind of like a private party. It's called Ham Jam, and that's in Iron River, Wisconsin. That's where we, my family gun hunts. Ah! <laughs> yeah, this a girlfriend of mine that I used to work with. She goes to this ham jam every summer, and I saw some like videos on Instagram. I'm like, where is this? This place is so beautiful, and it looks so intimate. She's like, oh my, it's called Ham Jam. It's just a couple that puts on a music weekend for family and friends, and like you camp and they hire a sound guy. So anyway, they found us and they invited us to play Ham Jam. We're playing with Turn Turn Turn, I think. Friend, Adam Levy's band. Yeah, yeah. Friend, I think. He, yeah, they recorded the same studio that we did. They did their yeah. album. Right really? Before, yeah. Think, didn't they complete People it right before we went in there? Turn. Yeah. Quite a yeah, a little bit before yeah. that. That's outstanding. Wow, you guys got all kinds of cool stuff coming up. Yeah. I mean, our our summer is pretty booked. The Overlook in St. Croix Falls. We're going to play on Lake Wapagasset, like for the Bay people. Um, we're heading out to New York in August. We got booked at Auto Shrunken Head, which we were booked there two years ago, but we got it got canceled because of COVID. So he rebooked us, which is really cool. Wow, you guys got a great schedule coming. Yeah. I'm excited. I want to try to catch some of those. Yeah. There's that cool schoolhouse thing that's coming. Oh, yeah. In, place. in September, yeah, up by Stone Lake, Wisconsin from 6 to 9, we'll be at the Red Schoolhouse of Wines outside. Super cute little place. Yeah, it's an old schoolhouse. Wow. Mm-hmm. This is outstanding. You guys got a great year coming. We it's got a busy show. summer. Yeah. Well, I'm glad it's the perfect time to have you on the show. That's great. Yeah. Well, that's outstanding. Well, thank you guys so much for being on the podcast. Um, have you ever played in a band with Mickelson? Michelson? Michelson? Tom? Oh, yeah. Those names, yeah. Uh-huh. tongue twister names in Sacred Falls. Mickelson, Mangelson. That would be a funny name yes. for Mickelson, Magnuson. <laughs> he was in the Belt of Galloway's for, for a little bit. Yeah, yeah he Mickelson, Magnuson, he... Magnuson. Oh, my God, my tongue is tied now. <laughs> uh-huh. Michaelson and Mangelson. Michaelson's shit's first band was yeah. like 1989 or some shit, like a high school band. I played a whole night with those guys when I showed up at the Eagle Lounge drunk and they were playing with the Scalded Hounds, I <laughs> yeah. think it was. Mm-hmm. I think my ears are still ringing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was real fun, though. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, yeah, this is awesome. Uh, check out the Swango's new record, Curious Tourist. They got on vinyl coming up here. It's great to have you guys on. Great to BS with you. Thanks yes. for Ligon for setting up down here. This is really cool. Oh, thanks. You know, so we have Tom and Lisa Mangelson and here. Brian Liggett here. Good buddies here. Check out their stuff. What's your website? Um, we just have a Facebook page right now, and we're still working on the website. So, and then we have an Instagram account, too. So it's The Swan Goes on both okay. platforms. Awesome. Thank and you guys for being on the show. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Of course. Have a good Thank summer. you so much. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Was fun. it.